Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Joining us right now on the Orion Fueling Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line. They are truly steps beyond convenient. Uh, do we just call you Marlins, man? Is that what we're supposed to do here? You can call me Marlins, man. My name is Lawrence Levy, but I'm known as the Marlins man. All right. So you are the Marlins man. All right. So wh- you, you always show up at the big events. Why are you not in Cleveland tonight? I'm not in Cleveland tonight because I felt it was not safe for me to go there after what happened to me the last time I was there and the nonstop constant threats and abuse I received on social media. All right. So take us through that a little bit for people who don't know that story. I went to the NBA Finals Game 6 in Cleveland, which they won. And then the next day they had a game with the Indians, so I decided to go to it. And they were very nice to me, the management. They put me on TV. They interviewed me. They took pictures of me in center field. But as I walked around the stadium, I was constantly abused and threatened by people screaming out, like, F you, Marlins man, F you, Renteria. And that doesn't matter with words. But then they started saying things like, you know, if you see in the park, I'm going to kill you. I have a gun in my truck. I'm going to blow your head off. You'll have a nerve coming here. I'm going to cut off your balls. And I'm going to... And it got worse and worse and worse to the point that began accosting me, trying to tear the jersey off of me and take the visor off of my head. As I walked around, I looked for security from the promenade level, from third base to home plate, found none. I started complaining constantly to the concession people, and they told me that the owner was so cheap. Normally they have 10000 in the game. This night they had 25000 a cheap beer night, and they can call security, but it takes them five to seven minutes to get there. I continued to walk around. First face side, I walked the entire stadium, did not see one police officer. I walked outside, made a video that for the first time in my life, I left the stadium because if I was in fear, I put it up on the Internet, and then it blew up. And then for the next three weeks, I had thousands of Cleveland fans attacking me, um, threatening me. I forwarded the emails to Twitter, who shut down many of the accounts. And then they would open up the next day with another fake email saying they were the same person, no matter how many times I blocked them. And I have blocked thousands and thousands of people. I have received dozens of threats, including death, and hundreds of uh, attacks on me. And it started up again um, when they made the playoffs. And it has continued to the point that I felt that I can't go back there. Um, and even people threatened me if they saw me in Chicago, they would take me out. Marlins, man, what did you do to these people? It's not, I mean, what do they have against you other than the Marlins winning a game 20 years ago? Did they, do they know? I, wore, I had the balls to wear a Marlins in their stadium, and they thought that was sufficient enough to torture me the way they would torture people who would wear other jerseys to the Cleveland Brown game. I think what we need to do is place a Marlins man curse on the, you know, you got the Billy Goat curse. I actually... Put oh. that up yesterday, and I said, I hope they lose. I hope there's the Marlins man curse for generations. Put it on the scroll. Marlins man's curse here. Yeah, yeah you'll be the anti-Bartman here. Well, just, again, t- take people through, for, for people who don't know. Um, I mean, how many big events have you been to now? I've been, before this year, to 94 World Series games. 
I've been to 27 Super Bowls, 89 NBA Finals. And we know all this because I have to add them up by different media. I've been to over 300 MLB playoff games and about 250 NBA Finals. I've been to about 100 hockey games. And I have season tickets now to the uh, Seminoles, to the Marlins. I split Hurricanes and I split Dolphins. And I don't have Panthers anymore. And I have 10, for example, Marlins seats. And I give them away to strangers pretty much every game, unless I'm going myself when I'm in town. And last year I gave away 1,048 seats. This year I'm ahead of that. The did strangers. You, did you ever consider maybe going to the game undercover, like not, not in the Marlins man? You know, I hadn't thought about that until one of the people in my office asked me that today. And then I realized that the reason I wear the orange is to bring attention to my Pay It Forward campaign and that our real heroes are the first responders, the military, our parents, and our teachers, not actors, actresses, you know, um, and athletes who don't know us and care for us. And I bring that attention to me accidentally, how it started, which helped promote my crusade. And I would like to be there in orange. Like I've been to every other stadium. People can share in the fact that somebody believes what they believe in, and I'm trying to promote a good story in a world of negative news. We're here with Marlins, man, here on 7 Nine the Ticket. Ethan Skolnick here with Ryan Yusefi. You mentioned people have been nice in most places. What, what has been the, the stadium, arena, or outside of South Florida that you've been treated the best? Kansas City, like, adopted me last year, and San Francisco have been great. It's all Pittsburgh and St. Louis the last couple of years. But this year, Chicago and New York really stepped it up. You know, after that situation happened in Cleveland, the next game I went to was Saturday Night Baseball. I went to the NBA Finals on Thursday, Indians on Friday, and then Dodgers Cubs Nationwide TV on Saturday. And they put on the screen, Welcome Marlins Man to the friendly confines of Wrigley. We love you here. And they started chanting Marlins Man, Marlins Man, Marlins Man, and then switched to Cleveland sucks, Cleveland sucks, Cleveland sucks. <laughs> and the next day, I finally missed an end. MLB Sunday Night Baseball game for the first one in two years, and I finally missed one. I decided to go to NBA Finals Game 7 in Oakland, and the Golden State fans and the Cavalier fans were spectacular to me, and they apologized for the conduct of the Indian fans. They were talking about the type of person who goes to an Indian game that's not as classy as a Cavalier fan. Really? I didn't know that there would be a difference. I mean, aren't they the same people, basically? I, I thought so. I really did, but I was told no. The tickets, they only average 10,000 people in like a 30,000-seat arena. The tickets are really cheap. Um, the people have money, pay big bucks to go to the Cavs games to see LeBron. The ones that don't have as much money bring their families, which is nice, to Indian games, which can cost little money. Different type. Now, when, when you were getting harassed there at the game, what did the— by the way, that's the same thing with the Heat. Think of the typical yeah, Heat fan sitting thing. in a lower bowl versus the Marlins fan. Sure. Totally different. Same thing. Now, when you were getting harassed at the game, at the Indians game, what did the police say to you? What did they were they were they good to you? Did they help you move away from the danger, or how did that go? There was zero police, zero. Well, there, I, I couldn't see, find I, one. I oh. I went outside, and in my video, I said I finally found a police officer smoking outside, mm -hmm. and they are assigned to make sure nobody crashes the gate without having a ticket. I didn't find one police officer inside the arena, and the Indians reached out to me after it was a huge story and all over the Internet, and they verified what I said by watching surveillance cameras and apologized to me and offered me a ton of tickets to come back 
on 4th of July and bring police and firemen with me. And I said, I've already got plans to go to the Marlins Mets and be in New York 4th of July weekend. No, thank you. And I'm not going back there. I don't feel safe. All right, we're talking to Marlins man here. Last one here. Uh, so, so what do you do tonight? You're you're not there. There has to be like withdrawal. You're not at the game. This is a you different have no experience idea how for you. That is. It's like it's like watching my own funeral. Um, it's very sad. I'll probably watch the game at one of the sports bars, like I don't know, either Dave and Buster's in Broward or Frankie's at Gulfstream, and it's going to be really, really, really weird watching a game seven and not being there myself. Which well, I live live for that stuff. Will you be wearing, I mean, will you be dressed as Marlins man when you go into one of these establishments? I haven't done it yet, but I might put on the hat and the visor, the visor and the jersey. I've been wearing a Jose Fernandez jersey instead of the Marlins man jersey, taking it around the country, having the fans sign it because they can't come to Miami and sign the wall. And I might wear that so I get some Florida fans signing it. My next TV appearance will be Sunday night. On Sunday night football, I'll be in the first row in the black hole and the Raiders-Broncos game. Man, you get around. I don't know. I mean, how, how do you fit all this in? I work all day on the Internet seven days a week, and I try to go to sporting events seven nights a week, um, except during the holiday. All right. Well, that's Marlins, man. Not feeling safe in Cleveland tonight. Not no. feeling safe in Cleveland tonight. No, he's better, guys, off, honestly, better off home. It makes me appreciate so much more what we have in Miami. You mm. can't walk around the Dolphin Stadium or Marlins Park for the Heat Arena or the Panthers Arena without seeing police everywhere. You can't go from concession stand without seeing somebody. And a lot of other stadiums aren't like that. Dodger Stadium's not like that. That's why all the people attacked in the parking lot. Now they have guys, police on motorcycles in there now. But a lot of the stadiums didn't have that. And that's why fans got attacked. Cleveland doesn't have it. Well, you'll be happy to know on the text line, uh, this comes in, the Coral Springs Automobile Honda text line, I sat in the Marlin Man seat in an FSU game. He's awesome and such a nice guy and a guy who will not be in Cleveland tonight. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you taking the time telling your story. I love your show and keep up the great work. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.